Hey, podcast subscriber. Thank you so much for tuning into the program. What follows is the audio portion of a post that made its way onto YouTube. So it's a video-based episode. So I recommend you go over to YouTube. If you're not already subscribed, please subscribe. Make sure you like the post and also hit the notification bell after you subscribe so you make sure you do not miss out whenever those videos go up. Thanks so much for listening. You're listening to The Andres Segovia Show. Hey everyone, welcome to another video. This is the Andres Segovia Show. I am Andres, and in this episode, I'm kicking off a series called My Daily Drivers. And of course, I'm going to start off with my red-hot smartphones because I have to. But the reason I'm documenting this is because finally, finally, uh, these devices that I've been waiting for, I guess you could say technology to catch up to me, are on the horizon. And as of this video that I pre-ordered them, some of them are already being shipped that are going to change the paradigm, at least I hope, will change the paradigm on how I conduct my business while on the go. Okay, so for those of you that are new to my channel, uh, you'll notice that I don't exactly do that much tech talk as of late because I promote myself in what I do and that's in real estate, but I also have tech commentary. That's kind of how I got started on this channel. So I'm keeping to that and now I'm going to give you an insight as to how I use my tech because probably some of you relate to this. I run three different operations. I work in real estate. I'm a real estate broker in Orange County. I also run a construction company and a property management firm. So three different companies, three different sets of clients, three different headaches. Now across all three, there is some overlap in software that I do use. So everything is basically powered by Microsoft Office in that respect. And what I do use for a lot of content creation is through Google. So with those two things together, uh, I needed a more seamless experience to be able to get things done. These two devices have helped me greatly with content creation when it comes to recording videos and also to t- take notes uh, of voice recording so I could do podcasts while on the go. But between the two, I prefer mostly using an Android. I've always, always preferred to use an Android. The thing is, I've been carrying an iPhone, and for those of you that know me longest, I've never carried an iPhone before the XR. Yes, that's what I call it, the XR. The only reason I carry the iPhone is because the Apple Watch changed the way I communicate. And a a smart wearable is very important to me. Now, I'll be saving those thoughts for that video that I'm going to do about my wearables because I'm even changing that up. So I'm going to have to bid adieu to the Apple Watch, but more on that later. So I carry two phones. But I mostly use Google Voice for communication. And full disclosure, I hate carrying two phones. I always felt that one phone can do what two phones can do. But if there was a way to get a device that can do something like this, you get what I mean? Then maybe I don't have to carry two phones, just one phone and another one being the foldable device. That isn't exactly a tablet, but not exactly a phone. But can be a bridge because it can do both said things, even if there are caveats to it. I always felt that there was something missing in the industry for that, and I do feel the past 12 months of experimentation that companies have been doing with foldables is leading in that way. But because I've steered away from first-generation products, uh, I've been waiting for things to get better. The only first-generation product that I felt was being done right because they were giving it a lot of time to be developed both on the software and hardware side was the Surface Duo by Microsoft. So that's the only one that I've actually pre-ordered. So I pre-ordered that thing and I'm waiting for it to arrive because between these two, the iPhones worked as my main communicator, okay? 
for everything else from content creation, content editing, dealing with uh, uploading and downloading to the cloud, even to Facebook, YouTube and all that. This has been the best. And even on Instagram, this has been a frustration because unless the app is running in the foreground, if you minimize it, it stops. So it's always been a headache with iOS thinking that it's uploading because I was so used to my behavior on Android and it wasn't and I lost time. What's the point? It drove me nuts. This is the only device that I keep to a Wi-Fi network just so I could have things, you know, just synchronizing all the time. I rarely ever, unless I have to put my phone, uh, my Android phone on Wi-Fi, always connected to the network. So I'm always burning like 50 gigabytes of data on a month just on this phone, keep it in mind that I do use two phones when I'm on the go. What I have enjoyed about the, the XR was how excellent the, the camera has been. It's basically, to me, it's been like a more pixel experience in that one camera does a pretty good job. So I've been very happy with that. Uh, I, look, I, I've really given my thoughts about these uh, these phones individually in their own review. So you can go check that out for my main thoughts. So how I use them and what I'm explaining here. I've never had to use a lightning cable. And I think I would have kept or held on to an iPhone longer if the new uh, 12, the iPhone 12 that has yet to be announced in this video um, would have Apple Pencil support and probably get rid of the, U, uh, the, the lightning cable for a USB Type-C. But it doesn't matter. I use the wireless charging anyway. And when it comes to, to Android, since this is the main one that I always deal with, uh, I always knew that I wanted my Android to be a primary device. So what I'm... What I'm intending to switch up, so because for the past several years, I've always carried an Android and I carried either an iPhone or a Blackberry. So as soon as Blackberry went the way of the dinosaur, to me, not saying that it, it's for some people, they still carry it, right? But for me, when it went the, uh, to the wayside, I did use a lesser spec Android, but it wasn't keeping up with me, such as the Key2LE. I did a review on that too, also the Atomic Red Edition. Um, I ended up picking this guy up and has been a wonder, mostly because of the watch and because my industry does tailor a lot of services to iOS. But where I've always had hiccups was whenever I had to deal with the transference of data. Because if I had one over the other and I was doing a lot of content creation on one or picking up content from one device, I was having a hard time uh, dealing with it and transferring it from one to another, especially since all my products are Windows-based or Google. So the only iOS products I have are this and an iPad, which I'll cover that in its own video. So... With all the communication I've been doing, I've been carrying two phones for at least a decade. There's a lot of muscle memory that goes into this. So I'm glad that as soon as uh, um, iPhone was able to do like a replacement with a third party keyboard, I do use uh, the Swift key across everything. So it memorizes uh, everything across the board. But what has been a little bit of a headache is that when dealing with iOS, when you're going to like, I guess, logins and all that, and I do that a lot because of authentication, um, it doesn't let a third-party keyboard do the signing in. So my muscle memory fails me because I have to type on an iOS keyboard that I never, ever use, and that's frustrating. On top of that, even though they're about the same width, because of the chunky bezels on the XR, it's actually less space for me to be able to type on versus uh, the Note. And what's really frustrating, I'd say, is... I'm injuring my thumb. How many of you guys are uh, can basically relate to that? Where it almost feels like carpal tunnel, but 
uh, I'm right-handed, so my right thumb has really uh, been taking a beating because I'm right-handed, I'm carrying my phone, I'm always swiping and moving things. This is where the stylus has really come into play because I don't have to always use my thumb to scroll, to write, to type if I'm going to do it one-handed. One if, uh, no, if I can, I'll use the stylus. And it takes a lot of the burden off of my, my thumb. And that is a big deal to me. So for me, I've been carrying a note now for at least three years. And I don't expect that ever to change. But if I can make that my main device, I will. And here is the new layout for what I intend to do. My primary communicator is the iPhone. All the same uh, programs besides iMessage are available on Android. iMessage, I'm not going to miss it. Bye-bye iMessage. Because I don't like typing my, my, my phone, my iPhone anyway. It's annoying. But Line Chat, Slack, Teams, uh, WhatsApp, uh, all the socials where I communicate with individuals, both in business and personal, I can do that on the Android. So what I'm intending to do is this is going to be my primary device, finally, because it's my secondary device. And my secondary device, which I don't need to be an actual phone, would be a foldable of sorts. And in this case, it would be the Surface Duo which has a Surface Pen functionality. I have the pen, I just need the device now, which is on its way. I can imagine myself carrying a device that's actually like half as thin as both of these combined. If you guys have seen the Surface Duo, that thing is really thin. So anything this the iPhone can do, Android can do, and a little bit better. So I'm gonna stick to that. It's just the experience of being able to continuously to doing what I need to do on a wider canvas, as wide I would say as a BlackBerry Passport, is the duo that I'm hoping will fill in the gap that I felt that couldn't be solved with two phones. Because first off, I normally just use the one to communicate and I use Android Auto when I'm in the vehicle. So Google basically powers my entire life at this point, especially with my products at home and all that. So that's the way I set everything up. That's the way I turn the function on a day-to-day -day where I use two phones when I feel obligated to, but I don't have to. I don't want to. And now I feel that we're going to reach that point where, yes, I will be able to just carry the one phone and be able to have the secondary device that can fill in the gap that I felt was basically being... Uh, be trying to be done with two phones. I know people that carry two iPhones. Like, why are you carrying two iPhones? Because he's dealing on one on one side and dealing with the content on the other. It's like, dude, that's so inefficient. Why are you paying? And you're paying for two service lines? It's like, look, why not just get an iPad? Oh, it's too big to carry around. Exactly. So that's why a foldable is like the thing that, all right, I need that, but I need it with some input, pen stylus input support because of my thumb and also because it makes things easier with documentation and annotation. The Surface Duo, I hope, will be that. So for the past several years, it's always been either an iPhone, because the past two years, and before that, a BlackBerry, and an Android. And for about three of those years in the past decade, it's been a Note. The Note 5, the Note 9, and now the Note 10. For the first time ever, I'm finally going to have a Note be my primary phone, or my primary device, and my secondary device, which also has telecommunication capabilities, in other words, the ability to make phone calls, would be the Surface Duo. So I want to find out how that will work out for me because this has kind of been a stopgap. But where I feel I'm gonna have a little bit of misgivings is when I have to say goodbye to this watch, which is what I'll discuss in that video when I get there. But anyway, it has been a headache. 
uh, to have limitations because these guys don't really talk to each other. But to have two Android powered devices with different varying form factors uh, being able to communicate with one another, I expect that to change. And because Samsung and Microsoft have been working in tandem to make the experience better, especially for enterprise users, that's what I'm most happy about because that's where I live, basically. So I'm looking forward to that and I'll report back my thoughts when I get those devices. But anyway, how do you have your day to day? What are your daily drivers for smartphones? What is your one device that you use, but sometimes it's not enough so that you have a secondary device to reach, whether it's a tablet or a second phone? Are you like that, if, especially if you're running your own business? I'm curious. I'm curious because I know I'm not the only one. I know others that do it. And I'm not talking about the YouTube content creators. They do their own thing in their own way, especially when they're in the tech world. In my case, it's because of running these operations is very different and distinct. But I know that Android can separate it better than an iPhone can. And I'm looking forward to do that. So I'll show you my thoughts when I get my new setup of daily drivers when they arrive, but stay tuned to the next episode. I don't know if it's going to be the tablets and computers or if it's going to be my wearables, but be sure that those two videos are coming. Thanks so much for watching this video. Remember to like, share, and subscribe if you didn't know. And if you're curious about anything in terms of what I do for real estate, you can find all real estate resources at www.segoviares.com. And I encourage you to check out my entire show, follow the podcast, and any of the podcast directories available below, or just go to my website, www.theandresegovia.com, where you even get extra content if you're an off-the-record member. Thank you so much for watching, and I'll see you on the next one.